Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call. Get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Okay, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. Anybody who woke up on Wednesday and suggested that baseball was boring obviously have has their head in the sand and does not have TV. It has no idea what happened in Miami last night. No idea. Baseball isn't boring. There, I said it. And if you want an example, you obviously got it. And we've been saying this throughout the WBC. I understand. I understand that this is, this is a, a, a consistent narrative, and now it goes away, and now we turn to the 2023 season, and now maybe we have to find other examples, but so be it. So be it. You got this example, and it was a pretty powerful one. Of course, what I'm talking about is Team Japan being Team USA 3-2, to two, punctuated by one of the greatest pitcher-hitter showdowns that we'll ever see, Shohei Itani versus Mike Trout. Maybe two of the, be- two of the best players in baseball. The two best players. I should rephrase that. The two best players, not two of the best, the two best players facing off with each other when it counts the most for their countries. Yes, the game didn't matter in terms of standings. Yes, the game didn't matter in terms of the, the employers uh, of, uh, who are paying millions and millions and millions of dollars for these guys to play baseball. But still, 
that's not what we're talking about here. What we're talking about is images. And once again, I said this when the Edwin Diaz thing happened. When the Edwin Diaz thing happened, we, yes, it's a flawed thing. Yes, it's an exhibition. Yes, you know, this is not the, the season, the Major League Baseball season. It's not the World Series, not the playoffs. It's not games that, that count toward these guys' statistics for their career, to their march to the Hall of Fame. None of these guys are going to be defined to go into the Hall of Fame by the World Baseball Classic games. That's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is the, the greater good of the game and the images. So when we talk about is this the greatest game ever played, we put that poll up on at BB isn't boring. And remarkably, as we sit here, it's about 50-50. So I'm surprised by that because I would say, no, it's not the greatest game ever played. I can't say that. I can't say that because as much as we say that, you know, the stakes are, are, are so high, let's be honest. For, for Team Japan, the stakes are higher than Team USA. That's just how it was. That's how it was. And, and, and if it wasn't that way, then you would have more players playing for Team USA. So was it the greatest game ever played? No, I can't say that. Now, here's, here's the statement that I'll make. It probably was one of the most important games ever played. And maybe that's a lot of people say, well, that's even more of a declarative statement than the greatest game ever played. But it, it, it may have been one of the most important games ever played. And why? Because of the exact thing that we talk about every day on this podcast. Baseball isn't boring. The fact that, that we say this, that we have a podcast named after that, that we have T-shirts, swing juice, thank you. Sweatshirts, swing juice, thank you. A book, damn near perfect game. The fact that we have all of that shows you that we are in a fight for the li- its life when it comes to baseball. And this was the biggest salvo that baseball has had in a long, long time. The entire tournament, and not only the entire tournament, but that final image. The two best players in the world going up against each other. And this wasn't just the giggles, you know, this wasn't just, ha okay, you know, this is this fun, like Otani versus Trout, uh, it, we're going we're gonna to face each other in the backfield in spring training, everyone get out there, camera to video it. No, this was something that mattered. This is absolutely something that mattered. Look at Trout's face in the dugout immediately after. I mean, the guy looked like he, he was ready to, to burst down in tears. Like, he knew, under, understood how much this me- meant. He did. He didn't care if it was his teammate. He didn't care if it was an exhibition game. No. I mean, but when we talk about this game, this moment, it was one of the most important games, I think, for baseball. For baseball. Not in terms of standings, but for baseball. That's what it was. And and it the entire tournament did exactly what Rob Manfred had hoped. There are a, a tremendous amount of flaws with this. The timing of it, the injuries. Now we're going to see some of these guys come back, and some guys are going to get hurt, particularly pitchers. They always do. You know, look at Daniel Bard. What's going to happen, you know, after his performance the other day? You hope that it works out. You hope that he just picks up where he left off, but who knows? You obviously have the Diaz injury. You have the Altuve injury. It's an imperfect thing. But when we're talking about... What this was, what this was on Tuesday night, I don't think it was the greatest game ever played.
But I do feel like perhaps it was one of the most important games ever played in baseball. Give me other examples. We have, we have game sevens in the World Series. And they're great games and momentous games. And we can tell our children about it. And it's, it's legacy games. But they come and they go, right? They come and they go. What is the impact of those game sevens on the game of baseball? That's what I ask, would ask you. Because a lot of times, and this happens in every sport, a lot of times you just turn the page immediately to football season. That's what you do. I mean, we see it all the time. And you have the parade and everything else. But in terms of doing what this tournament intended, in terms of what this sport needed, you needed that image. You needed Otani versus Trout. You needed this great game to finish things off. You needed this tournament, which had so many great moments and so many great quotes and such a great atmosphere. You needed that. That's it. I mean, if, and, and maybe a lot of people weren't paying attention like we were, but they were paying attention. And you know what they wouldn't be paying attention to? The, the, the side session, you know, of pitcher X on the backfield in March or the spring trading standings. You wouldn't be paying attention to that. So I'll say it again. Was it the greatest game ever? With all due respect to the poll that at BB isn't boring put up? No, I wouldn't say that. But was it one of the most important games ever? I could, uh, I could make that case. All right. Well, we were been very fortunate throughout the whole tournament, leading up to the tournament, to have Sean Spradling. Sean under, at Sean underscore Spradling, who is, was the preeminent voice when it came to the World Baseball Classic. And for, him, for us, he was boots to the ground last night in Miami. We appreciate everything Sean did. WBC Central, this is going to be the last, or not the last, I'm sorry. This is going to be the, the, the WBC Central, a quick one, because Sean had to get out of Miami and, and get on a plane real quick. I mean, there was the turnaround. We're gonna, and I'm sure Sean will, will dissect and digest everything when it comes to the WBC, what happened in the days to come. But we did want to give Sean's voice as someone who is an expert on the tournament, and more of an expert than I can think of anybody, and and also the fact that he was there. So subscribe, rate, review, listen, all of it. So I'm going to give you, Sean, WBC, a WBC Central on the go. Let's say that, okay? A quick WBC Central. And then after that, what we want to give you, this is, I want to give you a conversation I had with a guy named Rio Gomez. And so Rio Gomez is a Red Sox prospect who played for Team Columbia. And there's like a lot of guys who fall under the, the, the umbrella of, of, of playing as many games as Rio Gomez did in the WBC. But when I sat down with him for this short conversation, it was really, it was really like impactful of what it meant to this guy. At one point, he said, you know, it might not work out for me in Major League Baseball, but at least I have this. I thought that said it all right there. So there are plenty of sound bites and examples that I could give you about guys waxing poetic 
about how great the tournament was, how it was better than they ever thought it would be, so forth and so on. But I, I just felt like, you know, this, this short sit-down with a guy named Rio Gomez, I think this was a microcosm of it. So after Sean, I'll give her Rio Gomez, and then we'll, you know what, then we'll get ready for the 2023 season. First, all right, here you go, Sean Spradling. I cannot believe what we just watched. This is Sean Spradling um, with WBC Central, a baseball isn't boring podcast. I am currently in Miami International Airport. Um, It is 5 a.m. almost. Um, I have not slept (laughs) because that was the craziest baseball story, narrative, script we've ever seen. Just got done watching the 2023 World Baseball Classic final, and it could not have been any better than it was. Um, I'm exhausted. I'm tired. It has been a whirlwind of emotions. Um, It has been a um, crazy couple weeks, crazy couple months leading up to the tournament, and it has been everything and more than we've asked for. Um, The World Baseball Classic is officially over. Samurai Japan is the champions of the 2023 World Baseball Classic. They have now won the World Baseball Classic three times. They are three-time WBC champions, 2006, 2009, and 2023. And if you didn't see it, you need to go back and watch it. Um, if you, I'm sure you saw the highlights. If you're anywhere on social media, you definitely saw the last out of the game because we got the perfect script we got the at bat that we've been waiting for for a, a year over a year ever since the wbc we knew that otani and, and trout would be interested in playing it is just i cannot believe it because ninth inning mike trout two outs full count and Shohei Otani is on the mound to close it out. It was it was perfect. Shohei Otani struck him out. Um, unfortunately, USA lost, but it was just baseball. The baseball world won. <laughs> uh, Mark DeRosa said that in his interview. Um, Benji Gill, the the manager for Mexico, he said the baseball won. This was a uh, the biggest night for baseball. Um, the biggest tournament for baseball. So I hope y'all enjoyed it. I, uh, I, I'm like kind of sad. <laughs> it's ending. It's over. It's officially over. Um, I kind of can't believe it. We've been waiting so long for this. Um, so yeah, just I guess I wanted to talk about. <laughs> this is a super spontaneous, just kind of instant reaction of the world baseball classic um now that it's over um just kind of wanted to talk to y'all about what i'm feeling right now and i guess where we go from here because this was this was the best world baseball classic we've ever had it's exactly what we wanted it to be we've been talking about it i've been talking about this on my podcast on my twitter for months we knew that this was going to be the best one yet it has grown exponentially since 2006, uh, and it's grown a ton since 2017, even in the last six years. So, this is 
international baseball is the best brand of baseball. The World Baseball Classic is the best brand of baseball. I don't expect it to go away anytime soon. Um, this is the future of baseball, in my opinion. Um, yeah, it, it, this was a blast. It, it, it's exactly what J.P. Morosi said on the podcast when he came on. There is a fundamental shift, a change in mindset when these players are wearing their, jer- their, their country on their chest on their jersey and their flag on their sleeve it's just a completely different conversation for them um it just means so much more it's not the team that's paying them it's not their day job it's not their job it's it's their heart like it is what they get to play for is their country and their family not what they have to play for uh for a paycheck it's just totally different so this World Baseball Classic, every team was incredible to watch. I stayed up until 3 a.m., 4 a.m., woke up at 4 a.m., 5 a.m. to watch these games. Um, it was special. It was a special WBC that, that baseball got to watch all around the world. Tai Chung, Taiwan, Tokyo, Japan, Phoenix, Arizona, and Miami, Florida. All of these venues absolutely showed out. There was, there was nothing missing. We, we got everything that we wanted. It was special, and I'm I'm so thankful for this this journey. Um, so yeah, tonight was a bunch of fun. I was in Miami from the semifinals so Sunday through tonight. Uh, I got to see both semifinal games and the final. Both semifinal games were unreal. Mexico was just this historically over like the, this this team that achieved so much more than they were supposed to. Underdog massive uh, surprise for a lot of people. I've been talking about them being the most underrated team in this WBC, and they showed that. They made it all the way to the semifinals for the first time in history. The only reason they didn't make it to the final was a walk-off by Japan, Munisaka Murakami. So they surprised everyone. They made Mexico proud. Rania Rosarena became like the center, the face of baseball for a week. It was so much fun to watch. Um, but Japan beat them, made it to the final, ended up winning the whole thing. Um, and then USA-Cuba, that was an experience because of not only all the Cubans that live in in South Florida, but just the, the narratives and the storylines between like US-Cuba relations, and this is the first time they've ever played each other in the national stage, and um, this is the, like on, in the World Baseball Classic. And this is, this is the first time that the Cuban national team has played in Miami. And so it was just so meaningful. It was crazy because I'd say that the stadium was probably like 70 to 80% Cubans. And yet it was still like a 50-50 crowd because a lot of those Cubans and Cuban-Americans were rooting for the USA. So it was special. Um, it was a blowout, but it was, a, it, was, it was kind of history. It was baseball history that we got to be a part of. And then the final. I mean, <sighs> USA and Japan. Like, it's what the baseball world wanted. It is what everybody has wanted up to this point. It did not disappoint. Shohei Otani is the, is the WBC MVP. Um, rightfully so. He showed out the entire tournament, both pitching and hitting. I cannot believe he... I, I, I still can't get over it. I still cannot believe they found a way to get him to close the last inning of the tournament. The last inning for Samurai Japan. The Angels even told... Uh, they went public with this earlier today. They said that they had accounted for him pitching one inning in the last in the last game if they made it to the final. So even the Angels were fine with this. But it was beautiful. It was so much fun. 
I can't wait for the next one. Um, we're definitely, I, I mean, I'm going to continue covering international baseball. Obviously, it won't be all WBC related because the WBC won't be for a couple more years. But there, there's so much more to baseball around the world than just MLB and just the WBC. The WBC is the pinnacle. It is like the culmination of all world baseball. But we have NPB. We have KBO. We have the Caribbean Series. We have the Mexican League. Um, we got the Dutch League. We got the uh, CPBL. So there is... There is so much baseball happening year-round that I'm excited to learn more about myself, and I'm excited for y'all to join me in that. Um, I'm going to continue covering baseball. I don't know what it looks like long-term. Um, this is my passion, though, this international baseball um, niche, I think, that all of you that are listening to this podcast probably also really enjoy following. Um, and I want to do my best to cover it and honor all of these countries and these cultures that I've learned so much about and gotten to know people from uh, all these different countries. So it's been special. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everybody that has been following along. I hope that you enjoyed this world baseball classic as much as I did, because this was a special time. This was, yeah, this was special. This is the best world baseball classic we've ever had. And hopefully Hopefully this just starts the momentum. I've said this before. I will say it over and over again. This winter, from 2022 to 2023, this was the international baseball awakening for Americans and for MLB fans. I hope that you joined in on that because, yeah, it's been special. It's been a special ride. Feel free to reach out to me about anything. Um, any questions that you have, anything you want to talk about, I'm going to be making more podcasts and more graphics and everything. So my flight is leaving though. So I got to go and get on this flight. So I got to cut this short, but love you all. Thank you so much for joining this journey. Um, it's been a blast. Thank you so much to everybody that I met in Miami. Um, and I can't wait to connect with more people and continue this, this journey moving forward. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, great stuff from Sean. I appreciate everything that he has done and everything he continues to do. All right, as I said, now I want to give you the sit-down I had with Red Sox prospect Rio Gomez, son of former sports writer, the late Pedro Gomez. Such a good guy, such a good guy. And Rio, so articulate, such a guy, such a, a great ambassador to to really the game. You hear him talk. Obviously, his dad was a great ambassador for the game. And he's just a great guy to talk to, and, and I'm I'm gonna I'm happy I get the chance to catch up with him after he got back from his experience in the WBC. But I felt felt like maybe this was a subtle good way to punctuate everything that came in with these guys going in and playing. So anyway, I hope everybody enjoyed. Subscribe, rate, review, listen. 
Here's Rio. Uh, so was it what you expected? It was better than I expected. I mean, it was one of those where I tried imagining how great this experience would have been, and I never could come up to what it ended up being. Um, just the, the entire week and a half was just the most, probably the best baseball experience I've ever had in my life, so... I think were you in going in, I mean, this is sort of a, a common theme with a lot of WBC guys. Mm-hmm. We hear that, right? Going into it, you're like, this will be fun. This yeah. will be good. But you, could you imagine sitting here and actually uttering those words before? No, not to the extent, or at least, like, I couldn't at least believe the words that I would be saying. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, have that, now that like, I have what the reality was like when I back it up by saying these words I mean I truly mean it and beforehand it was just like it was like yeah I expect it to be fun I expect it I imagine it to be this awesome experience but then it all unfolds and you're like wow this is better than anyone could have dreamt up (laughs) what was the thing what was the like 10 years from now you say hey I remember this happened yeah Uh, I mean as of right now we're the only team that beat Mexico uh, so, and that game was probably the most fun baseball game I've ever seen and been a part of. Where you know, we had there's like 35, 38 thousand people in the fans, and loud. Ninety five percent of them were there from Mexico, so it was loud and just. Yeah, I mean, you get to experience what like I guess you know a winter league game in a big league stadium. Get that noise and that passion, and just everything that runs with all that energy. And mm. well, does it? This is sort of a cliche question, but does it make you like? I saw you pitch before you left, and you look really good. Mm. But coming out of it, does it give you even more confidence? Like, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think a lot of spring is just building not only that confidence but just like you know making sure like everything's moving right and the ball's coming out right pitches mm-hmm. things like that um, but obviously when you're in a high energy game in a high environment where you know the, the game is tense and how much more this game matters than any spring training game could ever you know matter I think it helps you just speed up along that that process of getting everything ready for the season so you talk about that one game for you what was the one moment what was the one maybe it was a moment where you walked out of the dugout looked around it was it was a moment on the mound what was that one moment maybe it was a guy that you faced a pitch that you threw um honestly i think it was when i was when i was done and i was walking off the mound uh i think that was that one moment for me it was when i could really you know look up take it in and soak in everything that's happening around me um just because i don't feel like i can do that before or during because i'm so focused on that bat and the, and the game situation that i don't want to you know let that distract me from the task at hand so then afterwards i can finally you know just kind of release and take it in and smile and just be be present at that moment, moment with everything that's, that's pretty good yeah do you feel like everyone has a dream of being a major leaguer right to just ask say okay you know this yeah, I don't, you, know, you don't know what's going to happen but yeah. this isn't as far away this is like yeah obviously goal number one is dream number one is to be a major leaguer but I think you know if, if that were to never happen I always have this to fall back onto and this is 
dream number two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a pretty damn good dream. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And so you're going to watch, obviously, are you glued to it now? Yeah, I've been watching all the games. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's tough. You come back here and all the games are at 7 at night and at 10 yeah. o'clock. And I'm just <laughs> staying up. I'm like, well, i got to see how the USA game ends. And then i got to see how the Mexico game ends the night before. And, you know, tonight we have USA and Cuba. And it'll be another good game. And, I mean, you get to see the, the environment. You know, I think picking Miami was such a great uh, final destination because, like, you know, like tonight's game, like, there's going to be so many Cuban fans in that crowd. And the other night you saw so many Mexican fans and there's going to be Americans, obviously. And I'm sure the Japanese will travel and the fans will be there for that, too. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it just it creates for this electric environment. Yeah. This collision of cultures and countries comes together just for this passionate baseball. Uh, okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 